Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald. And this podcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is uh, season three, episode 10. And the lady that normally makes this podcast great, she is still out recovering. Her name is Dawn. She, um, she is still recovering. And uh, just keep her in your prayers. Um, she's a co-host and she's been flying solo when I was out. So I'm doing the same for her. So just keep her in prayer. Now, to all our podcast listeners, we want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to us. Uh, Whatever social media you may be using, whatever platform it may be, uh, any questions that you have, comments or even concerns, please contact us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. Now, today we have, uh, I like to call him the uh, the CFO Elder. Uh, I don't know if he's been told that, but I like to call him that. Uh, we have our brother, Elder James Malone. Welcome, James. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I'm glad to be Did here. Did you like the CFO there? Did you I, like the I don't CFO know about there? the CFO Elder, man. Sure. I'm just James, man. I'm just All James. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, All that's right. good, though. Well, welcome, welcome aboard. I know you have a tight schedule, man. We're going to get right on board. Um, before we get started, let's get a word of prayer in. Father God, thank you once again for all you've done. Lord, you made everything possible to make this podcast uh, for everybody to use and listen, Lord, and the components. You made things go well, Lord. Continue to bless us, bless Plantation Church and our leadership, Lord, and let this word go forth. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Okay, Jane. Amen. So, welcome. I think this is about your, what, third time? Yes, yes, yes. This is third time. This is my okay, third good. time. That's good. That's good. Well, I want I want to get right to it. Why did you use our sermon Call of Duty, the title for that? Well, um, I was trying to um, come up with something that would be catching, and then I think thought about what I was speaking on, where mm-hmm. there was a clear direction and a clear mission, a call to for the children of the people of Judah to go back and rebuild the temple. So right. um, it was a call, but really what pushed it over the edge to, to, for that call of duty, because I'm not a person that plays video games. And I'm not, I don't, I said that in the sermon is yeah. that um, I was listening to um, an advisor of the, of the president Zelensky who mm-hmm. said that um, uh, the advisor said one day they were playing Call of Duty, which is a mm-hmm. video game. That's a, a war video game that's very, very popular where guys go on a mission to capture and to shoot and do different things. And one day they were playing it and the next day they were in, in the game for real where right. they are in Call of Duty. And then I thought about in what's going on in Ukraine and everything that that's important to for people. That's where people's minds are at. And that we have a call. We have a mission. Um, and that mission is to go make disciples. Amen. Um, yeah. I, um, I, I like how you went to Haggai, uh, what, chapter one, and you were talking about uh, at that time, we had uh, what it was, uh, King Cyrus. Um, he allowed the um, 
the uh, remnant church to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. And then when they got there, it seemed that it was much harder than expected, you know, because when they were in captivity, it seemed like it was better when they were in captivity than it was yes. building with the temple. But they, they still they still pressed on. And then, of course, um, Agar had to come and let them know that you spoke about uh, in the sermon where they talked about, I think it was um, Consider Your Ways. Can yes. you talk a little bit about that, reason why he came down and told him that? Well, yeah, oh, well, well, in, in that particular situation, what happened is they came back and they worked really hard and built the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then hostile um, neighbors started to get in the way because they didn't want that to happen. Right. And over time, the folks got apathetic, right? They, they kind of stop building and 16 or something like that 16 or 18 years have passed yeah and they kind of just forgot about it i don't know they forgot about it but they got comfortable not working on rebuilding the temple the very mission that they were given or the very thing that they were excited about coming and doing in jerusalem Mm -hmm. why 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 king cyrus allowed them to go back um so they were doing their other things so so um, where Haggai, God always sends somebody yes. at a time when we are in a place of apathy or a place of just being comfortable, forgetting a place when we forget our mission and we get yeah. distracted from it. He always sends someone as a reminder. And that was Haggai and Nehemiah later on that says, guys, let's get back to what we're doing. Look at what you're doing. It's not working out for you. So mm-hmm. let's get back to what I call you for. Because if you don't do that, look, nothing is working out for you. Understood. Um, you know, our service model, or should I say, is what? Connect, serve, grow, and go, is it? Yes, yes. Okay. Connect, now, you serve. Said January, okay, January's prayer. You said February was community. Yes. And this one is becoming a disciple-making Christian. Yes. Talk right. a little bit more about that, the March one, yeah. Right. So before I talk about March, um, February was it takes a community. Okay, and that's important you. to understand. It takes okay. a community because for us to, to do this thing called the Christian life, for us to get through almost anything, you can't do it alone. And mm-hmm. the, the community is important. So I want to make that point. In terms okay. of the disciple-making Christian um uh, it all ties in with the connect, grow, serve, and go. But, right. And also ties into love God, love others, and go make disciples, right? Mm-hmm. Love God, love others, and go make disciples. So um, for March, our theme kind of following that where we pray is the way you show you love God. Um. It takes a community to say we're loving each other, creating mm-hmm. that bond and, and knowing the need for each other. And then the march is um, becoming a disciple-making Christian where we are charged to now go out. We are charged in our sphere of influence. You know, you know okay. it's not necessarily like um, going out, oh, we got to go out and make disciples. No, 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 no. It's as you go in your life. As you're mm-hmm. in your neighborhood, as you're in your workplace, you see the people who 
you can have influence and intentionally um, um, do things so you could disciple them, like creating a life group that you could be a part of, that you can help yeah. disciple someone in that life group. Um, having, having maybe it's a smaller group of people, like one, two, three, or four, that you are intentionally saying, I'm going to meet with and do life with so I, I can disciple. And that's important. Understood. Thank you. Uh, you asked three questions yesterday. Remember those questions? Um, the first one was a path of God's order, uh, the direction. I think the second one was, um, what are some of the things that distracted you from God's mission? Yes. And the, and the third was, how are you feeling about that right now? What come up? What what brought that out for you to to ask those questions? I ask those questions because in the story of the children of Israel or people of Judah going back and having that call to rebuild the temple, I saw those mm -hmm. questions along the way. Right? They went back. Yeah. They were excited. They did. They had a call. They had a particular call. And they, they, and the point I made in the sermon that was important, these were the remnant people. Because there are a lot of people right. that could have gone back, but they stayed in Babylon. They were fine. These people wanted to go and do this great thing to have this temple rebuilt. So these are people mm -hmm. that, that were passionate about God. Um, so they had a clear mission. And they got distracted. And then they, they, when they considered their ways, what God was asking them, you look at their life and I'm sure they weren't feeling good about it. They weren't feeling satisfied and fulfilled. So right. I thought about asking that question to bring it home for us personally. There's a couple of applications here. The first application, Joe, is personally, there are some specific things that God is calling you for that he yeah. has asked you to do, right? And a lot of times we get distracted and some of it's not necessarily our fault. You know, things get in the way, people get in the way and, mm -hmm. and, and we might get to that point. So you have to identify. And we, sometimes if you don't stop and be still and identify what's really getting in the way, you don't know how to address yeah. it. So, so that's why I ask that question for people to reflect in their own minds and lives. What are those things? And then how you feel about it now? where most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, we say, man, I, I don't feel satisfied. I, feel, I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel like I'm, I'm really winning where I'm supposed to win. I don't feel like I am, I am, I'm getting to the point that I know God has for me. I might be doing okay, but it's not where I need to be. And, right. and that feeling is the consider your ways. What's going, what are you doing, right? Are you, take, are you going on your own plan and forgetting God's plan? Right. Uh, you know, like he talks about putting money in bags of holes and so forth. So 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 that's that's why I ask those questions to let people reflect in their own lives. What are those personal things? Right. And then the second application really is is what the one thing that we're all called for. And that is go make disciples. Right? Yes. Yeah, that, that's what we all have in common. How yeah. we do that is different. But. The specific, the general thing we're calling to do is make disciples. Thank you, brother. Um, you had something that kind of stuck with me uh, when I was listening to your sermon. It says, "We are the temple; the Holy Spirit yeah. dwells. The precious cornerstone together." You made the illustration, and of yeah. course, God being the master builder. Yeah. But what 
stuck out to me is when you said disciple with influence and ministry with people where you are, because God can have you go away across the world to Ukraine or wherever. But then you talk about the person that's here and where you are. You said, mm -hmm. like, say, I go to plan, I go to church on Sabbath and there's a guy watering his garden. But at the same time, you can say, well, I don't have to just ask him to go to church, but it's what he sees and see how I live and start a conversation with him, you know? And next thing you know, time after time, you could be influential to that person. Yes. And, and I, I look at that as I've seen that over the years because I've asked a gentleman two doors down from where we live. I went a different direction, but it still made sense to the guy to want to get to know me, to get to talk mm -hmm. to me more. And then he mm -hmm. saw how I live. Mm -hmm. I mean, he hasn't went to church yet, but he can see. So that, right. that, that kind of stuck with me when you mentioned yes. that about that yesterday. It's, 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 your ministry is where you are. Your ministry is where you are. Right. So I, I and, appreciate and, you saying that. And, and the important point there as well is, yeah, yeah as you say, your sphere of influence. Um, but sometimes we feel the pressure that we have to be doing so much for so yeah. many people. And sometimes the church environment can make you feel like you have to be this disciple, just discipling a whole bunch of people, like just, just reaching everybody. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is bandwidth don't allow you to reach everybody. And it's not even ideal that you're reaching everybody. Okay. What, what God is saying and what his example showed, right? Jesus' example. Yeah. Is that he intentionally called 12. And he says, one, two, three, four, five, 12. All right, you guys, come, come follow me, right? And he lived with them. They were doing ministry yeah. up and down the place together. They were eating, they were drinking, they were doing, um, hanging out, they were going and healing. The, they were doing all that stuff together. They sit down and they roast fish and they talk and they live the life together. And he said, those 12, right? And then even within the 12, there were mm -hmm. three that was always with him a little bit more, right? So he poured into just those around him. Yes, he touched people as he went out, but in terms of the folks that he spent time with and, and poured into was just those 12. And then those 12 yeah. then turn into um, more and more and multiplied with 3,000 baptized in a day. And then the church just grew and grew from house to house and grew into what it is today as a Christian church, right? That's what mm -hmm. God is asking us to do. Find your 12 or your three or your four or your six. As I said, this one stone only has about six stones or eight stones attached to it in a building. But then right. the other stone has more attached. Right. And that's important. Your fear of influence, but be intentional about pouring into those around you. Well, that's, I, I like how you said that because the illustration you showed is the one in the middle, of course, would be Jesus because he's the chief cornerstone for that. Yeah. But nobody can but also be that us. That can also be you. That yeah. can also be us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That could be us. And, and yeah. I, I looked at it that way. I could be me as well. So I, yeah. I, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> I, I have to get back to it. So. <laughs> So, so it's, it's, you don't, you don't, I don't want to pronounce it wrong. It's Antiguans, right? Antigua. 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 Yeah, that's what I said. Antigua. It, it would have, you, you would have thrown me off the island already. 
So, yeah. um, so what is this about this hot bread and butter cheese you like? What, what's <laughs> I mean, I like how you broke it down, but you said at the end you said hot bread, yes. butter and cheese. Right. So it's it's you know there's bread, butter, and cheese, right? And you can have the bread mm-hmm. that's there. You pick it up a day before and you use it, or later in the day. But there is something uh-huh. special about getting that bread right out of the brick oven mm-hmm. when you go get it. And especially on a Sunday mornings, I remember doing that. Um, and, and that hot bread, butter, and cheese was, mm-hmm. is something that we still love. And, and, and it just brings joy. Any Antiguan know about that? I mean, people in other cultures too, of course. But in Antigua, yeah. you tell somebody about hot bread, butter, and cheese, they know what you're talking about, right? Because I got you. I got you. Yeah, is it, it, that this white bread and 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 there's we all they had a design like a uh, what we call a plaque on it, like a like oh. a, a little a, a little design on the top. We used to like pick off the plaque and eat that, and then while also having the nice bread, butter, and cheese, and it, it exactly. just tastes good. I saw people. Some people in the audience, and I was getting texts while I was preaching of Antiguans mm-hmm. listening online saying, yeah, you know, they remember. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good, though. But I must say, you, you had us from the beginning when you talk about your, your, your being a cricket lover. And then all yeah. of a sudden, the bit with the bit with the bag of funds that your mother made yeah. throughout the day. And I said to myself, yeah. wow, he's going to make us listen to the whole sermon. And then he's going to tell us. And then yes. you did. <laughs> yes. But what I loved yes. about it is that your mother did what Jesus Christ has done for us. Yes. Yeah, you messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you messed up. I mean, that's whole day worth of funds, you right. know. But your mother showed grace. Right. Your mother showed grace. That's powerful. Because right. you were able to hold the bag until you went all the way home. That's wonderful. And, and complete the mission. Like, you and know, complete the mission, yes. We, we may get distracted in what we do, what we're supposed to do. But God is always there to come back. Not like, oh, I'm just going to take it from you. Go, go. He's just going to come back and he says, all right, I, I want to be co-laborers uh-huh. with you. Because, you know, he could do this all by him. He could do this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. God could do this, but he wants us for our benefit, for my development. And the funny thing is I say, for 30 years, I'm trying to redeem myself. I'm all in finance and investment. That's what I do. That's what I do a lot. And, and Maybe if she was like, no, you can't do that. Maybe I would never, ever continue to be in finance, but she gave me that grace. And she knew I yeah, wanted you know. to do it. She knew that I, I want to handle the money. I want to be able to go to the bank and do all that stuff. And that was my beginning of, of trying to take care of that. Well, I appreciate that, man. I, I learned from my mother about hospitality because she was a RN for like 30, almost 40 years. Um, and I would, one day I complained about, um, it was boring. It was nothing to do around the house. And my mother says, you need to come with me to work. And she's taking care of people that have no limbs. Um, people that's just sitting in bed all day with no family come and visit them. My mouth completely shut. And my mother says, be careful about what you say and what you ask for. Cause I've been doing this for a many number of years, but I learned the hospitality from my mother and how she shows people grace. And, you know, I, I love my mom for that, for doing that. So, James, I want to thank you, man, um, just for making that story. One, because I'm sitting there going, man, he's going to make me wait for this tale for this <laughs> in the end. But it was a good one because mission was completed. 
But yeah. um, before we finish, I want to put out to the women, uh, this International Women's Day today. And a lot of women do be thankful. I sent out a lot to women I know at church and my wife and other people to let them know. And I, and I appreciate you putting your wife on the pedestal because I know she's done a lot and how she loved the children. So right. God bless her because you're a yes. lucky man. I've seen her yes, through the years. You're I a lucky am. man. I am certainly. She does a lot. Even right now, yeah. she's doing a lot. <laughs> As I'm here doing this. All right, hey. Believe me, brother. doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To make you, just make you a better man. So God bless you on that. So we can go ahead and let you close a prayer. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Joel. Um, it's so good to have you back. And, you know, I, I know the struggle. And we've, we've always been praying for you, checking in, making sure that, you know, everything is all right. So it's just good to have you back, man. Yeah, and, and I appreciate it, brother. The, I'm, the I'm listeners a can't the listeners can't see it because it's audio, but <laughs> he's looking good, folks. He's looking good. So thank you, brother. All right, let's let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for just your words and the stories and the Bible that keeps um that just keep reminding us of your grace and your love and your 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 guidance for us. Um, thank you that you um, will call us back to our mission every time. You will remind us of what you called us for. And Lord, as you remind us of that, give us the power and the strength to do it. Give us the, 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 the desire and the, the passion and the energy and everything that's needed to complete our mission. And that is to build up your kingdom people building people for the kingdom, which is another way of just saying, go make disciples, make disciples. Amen. We represent you because we can't wait for that day. We will live with you forever and evermore where we, we experience the glory and the joys of your presence. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I just wanted to tell our, our podcast listeners that uh, if you want to listen to James Malone's full sermon, go to Plantation SCA Church YouTube channel or simply go to PlantationSCA.tv. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel to be notified of any upcoming live streams and programs. And lastly, please subscribe to your favorite podcast app. That's at DeeperDive.PlantationSCA.tv and hit the like button. So we got two things, two birthdays. One today was Pastor... Um, I think it's Pastor um, Noel Rose was two days ago. And Pastor Derek, uh, birthday is today. So once again, thank you for listening to Deeper Dive. God bless each and every one. You'll see you next week.